0: Hello, hello, beautiful people. I am Haley, I'm your guide to love. Welcome back. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Leslie Jefferson here. She is a divorce coach, entrepreneur, working mom. She's all about uplifting women to use their past experience to up-level. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Thank you.
0: Yes, I'm so excited to have you too. We met through a mutual friend and I love everything that you're doing.
1: Thank you. Thanks. I I feel like I can't not do it, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about what I'm doing with, you know, relationships and sexuality. It's such an important topic.
1: Absolutely. You get to a point, especially when you find your passion and you find out what what you're meant to do and that gift that, that you have it's selfish not to tell the world about it
0: mm, i agree with you about that okay so go into more about what you do
1: so i have kind of i've always i'm a leo i was a child actor so i've always been comfortable speaking and being in front of the camera being in front of people talking and i put a lot of that aside for a large portion of my life because I got married super young. I had kids super young and, um, through a whole lot of traumatic experiences, I lost my home in hurricane Sandy. My husband had an affair, left me. I really had like my, my darkest moments and my rock bottom all circled around divorce and, It took me years and years and years of making big mistakes and figuring out what I wanted, what what I didn't want. Rediscovering who I was as an individual, not as somebody's wife and figuring out that I have an identity, not just as a mom. And I thought that like the goal of the wedding ring and the white picket fence and the two kids and the dog was what I was supposed to do, but it never fulfilled me. So through all of that, I had realized that I could show other women how to kind of fast track all of the mistakes that I made, all of the heartache, all of that. And reinvent themselves, truly, you know, find that fulfillment and find that joy and that individuality as they are creating a new life for themselves, because that's basically what you're doing after you get divorced. And I figured out that I could, I could kind of like save people a lot of pain. Mm. And I love
0: what you're doing there, because I think there's so much stigma around divorce.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I even lived in that stigma for a long time just through like my my Christian upbringing and really like I did everything I could to save my marriage. Everything. We were still sleeping together like up to a year after we were legally divorced because in the back of my head I truly thought that like I was being a loyal wife even if you know the paperwork said otherwise that that's what I had to do to save my family. Cause who was I, if I didn't have a family, like I had this, this repeating negative mantra that like my family is gone. My family is gone. And I didn't realize that's just a stigma. Like divorce is not awful. And it, it, I should rephrase that. Divorce is terrible and it's awful, but it's not, you know, When your other option is even worse, it's okay. And you will be okay. You will continue your life. I I do an exercise in one of my talks where you look back at your life five years ago and you look at your life right now and could you write a to-do list to get yourself from there to here? You couldn't because you just don't know. And that's where you build all those, you take all those tools and you learn how to break that stigma and become someone that you never even imagined, like that person of your wildest dreams.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I love how you talk about how you help women level up because I think that so many times people get stuck in relationships for fear of the unknown or maybe because of growing up, they think that divorce is a bad thing. But I think it's so much better to, you know, kind of do the work is what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I, I really rediscovered who I was. And I think maybe that's something that happens a lot. Like when we get in our late twenties, early Mm thirties is we're like, Oh, we have like this emptiness somewhere or this lack of fulfillment. And we do all these things to try and fill those holes and, we don't know unless we start trying what works and what doesn't. And that leveling up that I talk about all the time is, is natural for everybody, but we get stuck because we don't have the tools and we don't have the knowledge and we don't have the support system to go to that next level. Whatever that looks like pers- personally, professionally, any of it, you know?
0: Yes, I agree. And I liked how you brought up the whole American dream thing, because that's something that I'm just completely letting go of in my personal yeah. life, because I think the more we focus on what society tells us to do, the more people get unhappy. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's hard to like sit where you're at and in the, in the current, wherever point you're at in your life, and you look at other people and like, wow, she's married and she's got kids, or wow, she's she's 35 and hasn't been married and doesn't have kids or, or I'm, you know, my kids are eight and 13 and I literally have nobody who is in the same situation and the same age as me. And it's really lonely, but it's in sitting in that loneliness that we really figure out all the yucky stuff inside so that we can go to that next level. Mm, Yes.
0: And not going from relationship to relationship, you know,
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I did it. I was with my husband since I was 15 years old. And so I allowed myself to let loose. I didn't have that college experience. And I, I think that that's an an important experience that I had and I don't regret it, but I also look back and I'm like, "Hmm, those were not healthy ways of, of, coping with what I was going through. I was not taking any of the time to sit and be, learn to be alone. If I wasn't going on dates all the time, I was like going shopping on the nights I didn't have my kids. It's, you know, not jumping from relationship to relationship and really being by myself is how I allowed that space for a man that deserved me and that I deserved to enter my life.
0: Yes, I agree with you on that. And I also think this society does not do a good job of that. It's like we are defined our worth as women in our relationship status.
1: Yeah. And it's really, it's really annoying, frankly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the the pressure that is put on us to, to be in a certain role. And some people are just like, if people want to, if you want to be single, like forever, that's, that's okay. And, and our society does not support that right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I interviewed someone, this was two weeks ago, and then we even discussed like non-monogamy and monogamy, because I think nowadays relationships are such an individual choice. It's so whatever the individual wants, you know?
1: It really is. And I don't think this is like controversial. Like you said, I don't think monogamy is for everybody. And I think, one of the reasons that we set ourselves up for failure in our relationships is because we put all of our expectations for our happiness and fulfillment on another person, which is so insanely selfish and backwards. Like how can you expect another person to fulfill you and make you happy if you're not fulfilled and happy with yourself? Like it's just, if if you break it down, it makes no sense at all. yes (laughs)
0: but we've all done it hello you know um and it is funny too the whole timeline thing because i always thought okay married with one kid by this age now that i'm not i'm like thank god that god has another plan because i i don't know how i'd be this just that doesn't fit where i'm at right now (laughs) absolutely
1: yeah and you wouldn't have known that like you when you're thinking and you have that plan you wanted to be married with one kid at this age you wouldn't have known that this is where your career would be at, where your life would be at. Mm -hmm. Like you just don't know. And that's where having, I talk about faith a lot, but not in the religion sense, but just like faith that we are not in control Mm -hmm. of anything external. We're in control of ourselves and our decisions. And that's it.
0: Yes. I was just thinking about this um, before you got on the call is how we're all being forced to surrender And it's so painful. Like the type A part of me wants to plan out the rest of the next few months. I can't do that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I've, um, I, I feel like I knew exactly what was happening. Like as soon as things started shutting down. So I had my meltdown fairly early. (laughs) So like now I'm kind of okay with it. Like, I postponed the leveled up brunch, which was supposed to be May 3rd. I postponed back to the end of July and I, you know, we this is a, a big lesson for me, but I feel like I'm good with it now. It's like, I'm not in control. I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to work and I'm going to do what uh, my intuition tells me to do, but I can't control what happens right now in our, in our world.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that um, I was just say it is a good time to really practice that, right? Practice having faith, practice surrendering.
1: Yeah, I did an Instagram post last night, of, you know, because there is like this anti-self development rhetoric going around right now. Like, don't feel pressured to do anything. And, you know, if you want to just sit in your pajamas all day, every day and eat ice cream yeah. that's okay because this is a traumatic time for us and yes however we have a responsibility we have been given this time to do something productive with it as well like i am the first one to sit and binge netflix two days a week and you know not even cha- change change for my day pajamas to night pajamas and that's okay but we have to find that balance too and like I personally, I don't want to come out of this experience not having learned anything or changed anything.
0: I actually agree with you on that because I do think that there's like this, you know, what you're saying, like the mi- mix signals from people. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's like, man, we never have this much time. And I told my sister that last night. I was like, I'm really working on even more simplifying my life and getting rid of the distractions so I can hear my intuition more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's one of my favorite lessons that I have learned throughout, you know, the last eight, 10 years of my life is getting so in touch with my intuition. And at first I was like, wait, is this just like an unhealthy, impulsive, (laughs) you know, (laughs) personality trait that I'm just like, do it. But I just, I just know I make decisions and I just know it in my gut because I've gotten so in touch with my intuition and like knowing what my body what the universe is telling me to do
0: okay so for the people watching and they're disconnected from that feeling what would you say
1: it takes a lot of of work in especially the type a personalities and the people who just go 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 in their minds i still don't sleep at night because there's you know all these things figure out how what meditation works for you it doesn't have to be you know sitting on it that does not, does not work for me. It's eliminating some distractions so that you can sit with your body, pay attention to the sensations. Are you getting anxiety? Does this make you, does this light you up? You know, and it's a lot of association too with like, so I'll obviously, because this is, you know, what you do, I'll, I'll equate it to that that serotonin and that dopamine rush, right? So when we do certain things, we get that high, we chase that high and that can be through sex and that can be through for me. And, you know, I always go back and forth from my relationship with, you know, sex and orgasms to like binge eating. So I'm always like this with that. And that feeling, I'm learning to understand what is this that I'm needing right now? Mm. Do I really, you know, should I just go masturbate real quick and give myself that hit? Or do I want to like go through the drive-through at Taco Bell? You know what I mean? So it's, that is all part of getting in touch with your intuition and knowing your body and what it's telling you it needs. And that's where the real magic happens is like, just knowing like, This is what this is a good decision. This is what I need to do.
0: Mm, I love that. And in okay, so you're comparing it to mm,
1: Okay, I need an orgasm right now.
0: Mm, No, that's really just food. Listening to which signal, right? Yeah, listening Uh, to
1: what your body is telling you. Like I used to get these feelings of anxiety and there's always just so much going on in Mm -hmm. my head, you know, kids, bills laundry, just all the things. And I'm like, but what, what is this, this tightening in my chest? Is this anxiety? No, this is like, I'm not meant to be, I'm not in alignment. And that's where your spiritual, you know, you can go into mm-hmm. the spirituality side of it, but something is not in alignment. And on the other side, you know, when you're in alignment, you just know it's that look for that. I say, look for that, like calm, content feeling, you know, that's when you know, in, in my, just in my case, that's when you know that you're in alignment and your intuition is telling you like, this is good.
0: Yes. And you know, what's so funny is I have moments of that, but it's not a continual flow, but I'm getting there.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think it's ever going to be a continual flow because that, that's probably just really exhausting. And it's just not reality in the oh. society and culture. that, that we like live enlightenment? In. <laughs> right. No, I look, we, we live in the USA. This is the, the slowest that it's been ever. So the closest to enlightenment we're going to get while still immersing ourselves in culture mm. is stopping when, you know, when you have a big decision to make, for example, and you want to know what the right, what the right move is, that's when you need to, you know, be very intentional with. Quieting down and slowing down, and how do I feel? Is this, you know, n- am I nauseous? Like, is this a, an excitement, or is this my body, you know, saying, Mm-mm, Don't do it, you know? And you don't know until you try and fail as well.
0: Yes, I agree with you on that. And I also think I just thought of this too while we were sitting here. I see numbers.
1: Do you see numbers? Oh, I see numbers all the time, and I don't really know exactly what they mean. And I I'm like, is this just like all BS? But I see numbers all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I just saw two 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 while we were sitting here because you know I'm in Alabama at the moment. Um, I think they mean you're in alignment.
1: Yeah, I do notice sometimes. Like it'll be all day. I used to get four 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 all the time, and apparently four is like your house and your home situation. And that's when I was like trying to move out of my, Mm. you know, very unsafe house. And I was looking at houses and I was like, okay, this could be something that I'm making up in my head, but I'm taking this as, you know, this is a right decision. Mm. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think that, you know, I interviewed someone a few weeks ago. We were talking about how,
1: and I bet you agree with
0: me on this. We're taught as women to seek everything outside of ourselves. Like we, we shouldn't go within for our answers. We need to go to our family or our partner or everyone else knows what's good for us. But us.
1: I truly feel that I have made some of the biggest mistakes of my life because I have gone to friends and family for advice Mm. and it's not their fault. I don't mean to say that in like, you suck. You gave me the worst advice ever. It's just, they're too close to you and it's too subjective. You know, that's why I'm such a huge advocate for therapy, because we do have to, you know, a lot of therapists are able to give you the tools and the same thing with coaches, right? They're able to give you the tools to figure it out on your own. And that I think is, I think maybe we're finally seeing, you know, the emergence of that. But imagine like a few more years from now. How much better that support system is going to be for us women to, you know, learn how to look inside ourselves.
0: Yes, I agree with you on that. And I also think that that is so true because friends and family, one thing I've noticed, especially what I'm doing, like none of my friends and family are doing what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So a lot of times I'm like, oh, I can't ask you for advice because you don't even see what I see.
1: Right, right. And it's just, I just feel like it's it's mixing business and pleasure for lack of a better comparison. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to open up. I know that, you know, I vented right after my divorce. I vented so much to my friends and family because that's all I had. But I see in hindsight how much worse it made everything because it's like that you need to go do this and you need to go do that and you need it like looking back if I would have just sat down and like chilled out and not made all these rash decisions out of emotion fueled craziness, then who knows? I'm not saying I regret anything that I did because I'm so grateful for the life that it's led me to now, but it was definitely a lesson that I learned for sure.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. So what would you want to leave the women and the men listening and maybe they're going through a hard situation in their relationships or lacking self-trust what would you say
1: i just i would say that um my overall advice is to take a step back and understand that there's no rush to go through any of the process and don't we need to let go of the guilt for the decisions that we make but that comes later. And that's why my program is 12 weeks long, which is long. You know, that's three months. But it's a lot that happens in that transition time. And just give yourself grace and just understand that you're not alone because more than 50% of our culture is going through the same thing.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, my program's three months, too, and I feel like that's the sweet spot for getting the results.
1: For, yeah, transformation, you know, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so where can everybody find you?
1: So my website is lesliejesperson.com. It's J-E-S-P-E-R-S-E-N, all E's, lesliejesperson.com. Everything is on there. You can find me on Instagram at leslie underscore jesperson. And uh, I'm on Facebook as well. Cool.
0: Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining me. I thought this was a great conversation.
1: Thanks for having me. This was—I I really appreciate you know being able to talk about this kind of stuff.
0: Yes, definitely. No, hey, I mean the relationships are the foundation of our society.
1: So absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, be sure to let us know what you think about the episode. You can DM either of us on Instagram, and be sure to subscribe. All right. Bye.